Life Audio. What's up, Happy Rant listeners? Ted Cluck here. I want to talk about Christmas. You know how I know it's Christmas time? Uh, because Ronnie Martin has tweeted about it like 35 times already today. But I want to talk about Christmas shopping and specifically at a website called thehappyrant.com slash shop. Yes, that is our show's website. Thehappyrant.com slash shop is where you can find notebooks, t-shirts, tote bags, canvas tote bags, ones that make you look smug and elite, t-shirts that say elite man of the people, C-list celeb, baby, you're so money, and until next time. Uh, you can find all your Happy Rant merch, your t-shirts, your fanny packs, uh, the old school classic speak softly and carry a megaphone t-shirt all at the happy slash shop log on grab some merch for the happy rant fans in your life and remember to order by December 12th so that everything gets there by Christmas. Again, the website is the happy slash shop. Hey, welcome to the Happy Ramp Podcast. I am Ted Cluck, joined as always in studio by my good friends, my partners in radio, Barnabas Piper and Ronald J. Martin. Boys, we got a, we got a hot topic, a scalding hot topic this morning. Um, one that's been burning the internet to the ground, so to speak. Uh, <laughs> and it's the topic if, of... If only. If only, I know it, right? <laughs> that's That's a little aspirational talk there, but... Um, the topic boys is what to do when Christmas day is a Sunday morning. Um, there's been a lot of pastors, a lot of pastor, husband, father types debating this for, for days. And, uh, we get to do it here on the program. We get to give the last word on it, uh, because we have our own radio show. Um, and we're the kind of guys who like giving last words on things. And we got, we got two pastors, so at risk of turning this into the Art of Pastoring podcast, shout out the Art of Pastoring, Rip, um, we're, we're going we're gonna to dial that kind of vibe up again and address this topic right after this quick break. Well, good day to you. It's Joel with Viking King Country dropping in to let you know that our brand new film, Unsung Hero, is in theaters now. It's Luke here. We've teamed up with the creators of Jesus Revolution to bring you this adventure of a lifetime. It's a powerful, true story about a family uniting, growing in their faith, and facing the impossible together. In theaters now, unsunghero.movie for more information. Rated PG. Parental guidance suggested. What impacts you every day? There is one book that influences almost every aspect of our lives. Museum of the Bible reveals the Bible's impact on your favorite musicians and artists, the way we measure time, social justice, our national monuments, and more. The Bible's impact is all around you. Discover how at museumofthebible.org impact. Okay, boys, we're back. We paid some bills, theoretically, during that ad break. Um, and maybe theoretically we'll get paid. Uh, but before then, we got, a, we got a big topic to discuss. And that is what to do, what you're going to do when Sunday morning coincides with Christmas Day. 
big deal, dude. Bit of a deal. Um, mm. Let's start with you, boys. There, there's two men of the cloth on this program, and one uh, myself who is not. So, uh, Big R, you have very deftly over the course of the past decade really kind of positioned yourself as Christmas man. And being Christmas mm. man, it's not just a bunch of uh, you know enchanted you know strolls through the winterberry patch dude sometimes you gotta you you gotta take up that cross baby if you know what i mean and you gotta you gotta lean into some of these I, hard I issues yeah i know, I know dude i yeah. i know that you know that christmas man isn't just be just a lark you know what i mean it's it's not mm-hmm. all scones and puppy dogs and ice cream so what are you doing about this sunday morning deal baby yeah man it's a uh it, it comes up every six or seven years Okay. And, uh, but it, it got, I felt like it got a little brutal this year, you know, okay. it, uh, talk about I, that. I realized like, well, it's weird because I'm in some of these, uh, I'm in some of these like, uh, like group text chats, you know, with other pastors. And, yeah. you know, I remember the first, this was like a month and a half ago. And one guy goes, all right. Um, who's the jerk that's, who's the jerk that's going to do have a Christmas service on Christmas morning this year. Um, and everybody's like, oh yeah, not me. No, never going to happen. That's crazy. Going to be home in my PJs, Dude, opening presents, really cinnamon rolls. I, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, I guess. And I, and I just. Snowflakes. I guess that surprises me. All right. Let me, let me just say this. I would totally have church. I, I guess it, that just seems normal to me. Um, I, I guess I don't understand the other side, but, um. Yeah, suss it out. I'm sorry, I stepped on your thing. Was, I'm just no, surprised. Right. It was so. So I was the guy that put up the the you know the sort of the, the emoji of like uh you know I'm the guy I'm raising my hand right yeah, yeah. like because we're we're doing a service you know on Christmas morning. Good for you. So I it, it just well you know it's weird to me. Uh, I think I get I get the complications that come into it mm-hmm. depending on the kind of church you are, the size of church that you are, mm-hmm. the level of you know volunteers that is required to even do a service yeah and so we're like you know we're a smaller mid-sized church so we we can strip it down to the point where we can do it with just very very few volunteers and we can just do a simple service it's under an hour strip down worship um, really short sermon and we present it as a way to say hey if you want to come in and incorporate this into your you know into your sunday in your christmas morning tradition we're going to be open we just feel Convict, you know, from a convictional place, we just feel like we should do this. It's it's Sunday morning. We like we prioritize Sunday gatherings, and yeah. we should we should continue to prior prioritize it if it hits on a on a you know on on a Sunday morning where Christmas falls. Yeah, and so that's just a convictional thing for us. Um, I think where it's weird is when we start, you know, we start like lobbing bombs on people who aren't doing that. And I would I would disagree with that. I don't. I don't want to, you know, I don't want to condemn anybody for not doing it. I, I, again, trying to be understanding, I think it's something we should, I think it's something we should do our best to, to, to think through wisely. And if we can do it, I think it's a good idea. Cause I think the implications of it kind of lead us back into it being a good thing for us to do. But I also understand if, you know, different churches and pastors and they have different, uh, they have, they have different, you know, complications that sort of, get thrown into the mix for days like this, but I don't know. So it's, so people have been going back and forth and some people are just so angry about it, you mm. know, for, angry about churches who are not doing it, you know, and I would, I would not want to be in that 
camp. You know, I, I don't want to be angry at anybody for, for not doing Dude, anyway. let me, let me, and Pipe, I want to, you've been very patient. I want to get to you on this. But like, I have a, I have a bit of a departure for you, Ronald. What would make you yeah. angry? Like, what makes you mad? I'm just curious, <laughs> just as a, oh, like a person. <sighs> oh, dude, that's just too broad, man. I don't even I, know what to know, start with. I, I'm, you talk about a lot about I, I, how you don't get angry, and you, and there's lots of people getting angry, but you're not one of them. Like, what would make you angry? No, I'm just it's curious. not that. No, it's like, I just, I try not to, I, I don't want to get mad about things of which there can be different thoughts and ideas and opinions, and you can't find a place in scripture that says you should do this or shouldn't do that. And we have freedom totally, in totally. those areas. So yeah. I'd rather not be the angry guy because I'm so gosh darn convictional on something that there's freedom in, you know, yeah, yeah. but no, yeah, I but I mean, I totally, I, I'm, yeah. but I don't, I feel like I'm angry half the day about, about things. really get well, like, more like about what, like one, <laughs> one thing. Just say I one. don't know. Just like, <laughs> behavior thing and people that do things that make my life uncomfortable you know there i don't go. know yeah um, personality go. things yeah dogs you yeah. know um so there you go you know i don't know i get the dog thing um, i do dogs dogs make me incredibly angry um yeah. so yeah i don't know let's just roll with that okay we'll roll with that. yeah we'll go with dogs yeah that that's all i needed i just wanted one thing uh pipe <laughs> where are you at in this christmas morning sunday issue <clears throat> I I find it really amusing that there are people who have taken a really hard moral stance on it. You know, uh-huh. the sort of like it I I I think I'm I'm with both of you guys that like if you can do it, do it. I think yeah. it, I think especially, you know, change up how you do it, strip it down a little bit. I suspect that's what that's what Ronnie's doing. You know, like you just talked about. There's this there's sort of a, a simplified, stripped down, not high demand on all the volunteers and everything. But but the people who are like this is an ecle- ecclesiological you know necessity and blah blah blah, I I don't know man it's like it feels uh, you know you're familiar with like nine marks and they they're yeah. so big on like ecclesiology and like this is the way to do it yeah and so much of what comes out of nine marks is so helpful and then a few times you're like and you guys went a step too far with this <laughs> whole like this is it this is yeah. the way yeah. That's what this feels like to me is the uh, you get you're like, yeah, this is a good thing if you can do it. But if you're a church of 6000 people and it requires more volunteers than attend my church to make your Sunday mornings go. Yeah, it, it, it might not work, yeah. you know, or maybe you have to be like, we're, we're just going to we're just going to do a prayer service. And so like you there's no kids ministry. There's no whatever. But mm. I don't know. it It's uh the anger about it is actually funny to me just because I'm like, we're mad about Christmas morning. Like, yeah, if you're going to get mad about anything on Christmas, get mad at, get mad at like Mariah Carey singing songs or something, but not this. <laughs> yeah. Those songs are trash, aren't they? Um, I've got a, a, well, I think too, though, hold on. I think, yeah. I think like it's a pipes point too. I think what complicates the whole thing is because everybody's doing Christmas Eve services the night before. So it feels like we're doing this big, we're doing all these Christmas Eve services. And like 20 minutes later, after everybody slept for 91 seconds, we're calling everybody back into church. Yeah. And so like from just a functionality standpoint, dude, I totally get that. You know, that's, it can, it, it feels like a lot, you know? All right. Pipe, I've got a, a 
follow up for you on a spiritual thing and then a question for both you guys on a logistical thing. So pipe the spiritual thing is, and you've been obviously in the, in the cradle of reformed churches your entire life. Um, <laughs> quite literally. And yeah, quite literally dude in the pantheon of like reformed guy flexes. How much of a flex is it to be so like, expositional that you don't deviate from whatever series you're on even if it has nothing to do with christmas uh Uh, that is so funny where you at on that dude because i feel like that's a certain kind of reformed flex yeah it oh it absolutely is and so like the the there's gradations to this because the first Mm -hmm. gradation is we don't do advent series we just keep going so like yeah we're, we're preaching through nehemiah and you know we're in (laughs) nehemiah 6 and it's the third sunday of advent and like I'm you guys know this, I am not a big Christmas guy, but I yeah. do find Advent series profoundly helpful because I'm not a Christmas guy. Like sure. my heart doesn't switch mm. over to being gleeful about Christmas. <laughs> and so I have to work at it. And yeah. so a series yeah. walking into the incarnation of Christ or how Christ helps us in our grief or our weariness or whatever, like just yeah. these these yeah. these sort of series of reflections so the reformed guy flex of nope we're in we're in leviticus we're talking you know we're talking priestly sacrificial laws and it's (laughs) you know december 18th yeah and that that's one flex so if if on christmas morning some guy gets up there and and he just he keeps going in that series Mm -hmm. that's um i think that's i think that's an abdication of pastoral responsibility i mean it's just it is a reformed guy flex but it's also like oh this this isn't even reformed culture. This is just like you're out of touch. Maybe, maybe, maybe this is the same thing, but you're just out of touch with humanity. You you yeah. have lost touch with anybody. Have you heard? I mean, are you aware of anybody who's doing that? Because I am aware of people who have skipped the Advent series. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm not aware of people who who are going to get up on Christmas and be like, "All right, open up your Bibles to you know Leviticus, Ezekiel or yeah. whatever." Yeah. Yeah, I don't know of anybody doing that. That's, I mean, that's really extreme. But I'm sure it, ex- I'm sure it exists. I mean, I know of people. I don't think our church does an Advent series, but like Christmas kind of gets. I mean, it gets folded into whatever we're doing. So, uh, like they give they give it the old hat tip for sure. But um, but yeah, that, that's good. I'm glad Christmas gets a hat tip at your church. Yeah, Christmas gets a little <laughs> shout out. The incarnation gets a little shout out. You know, um, no, just- we. Also, you, you just keep you guys, going through so what you guys don't do. Yeah, you don't do a special series. No, um, we don't. But our our guys are really thoughtful, and they plan it out. Like we're in we're in one of the gospels right now, and I mean it'll it'll come up kind of organically. So I I think our guys mm. the way the way they plan it, it's sort of it always makes sense around Christmas. And I, I was half kidding about the hat tip. Like they give it more than a hat tip, but they also don't hit pause and just do like you know christmas only for a month um i I would say it's a happy medium between between the two at our place um and it i I find i find the best advent series not to be christmas only but just sort of a like a a a real christological focus so sort of yes something that and, and i realize that if you're if you're a, a proper reformed preacher, every sermon is about Jesus. Yes, but I mean totally. like the life of Jesus, the work of Jesus, the incarnation of Jesus. You know, so you're not just in Luke two or you know yeah. w- whatever, but you you're not just preaching on the the genealogy of Jesus or whatever it is. But but you're right. there's a there's just a focus on what what is this thing that we are preparing to celebrate. 
which, you know, so for us, we're preaching through Ephesians right now. And we just stepped away from that for a month. And then we'll get back to it in January, which I'm really looking forward to because Ephesians is awesome. But for sure. to have that little pause is is really helpful because because the other thing is everything else in life is chaotic this time of year. So continuing yeah. in a sermon series just means half your church is missing a good chunk of your sermon series because they're all over the place. Yeah. At least yeah. that at least that's where yeah. that's where we are. That's a good point. Boys, let's take a break. And when we come back, we'll get back to the Art of Pastoring podcast. And I've got a decorative question and a logistical question. We'll be right back. What impacts you every day? There is one book that influences almost every aspect of our lives. Museum of the Bible reveals the Bible's impact on your favorite musicians and artists, the way we measure time, social justice, our national monuments, and more. The Bible's impact is all around you. Discover how at museumofthebible.org impact. Hi, everyone. If you've been injured in an accident that was not your fault, listen up. We have legal professionals standing by to answer your questions for free. Call now and find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Call 800-497-4410. I'm here with spokesman John Wolfe. So, John, tell everyone listening who should call right now. Well, Maria, first off, thank you for having me here. It's always nice to answer the listeners' questions. Now, as far as who should call in, anyone who's been injured in an accident and think you deserve compensation, give us a call right now. 800-497-4410. You'll find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Thanks, John. You heard it, folks. Take advantage of this opportunity and call now. 800-497-4410. Advertisement sponsored by Legal Help Center may not be available in all states. All right, boys, we're back. Big R, let's start with you. I want to know what both of your churches are doing decoratively vis-a-vis Christmas. Um, I don't feel like our church does much. I feel like we put out that one, like red flower, maybe a couple of planters of those. Um, but I'm, I'm, are you saying a poinsettia? Yeah, I guess a poinsettia. Yeah. Yeah. That little red deal. But, um, (laughs) I don't know that we're doing much more than that decoratively, but I want to know what you boys are doing. Uh, big R let's start with you. I'm guessing it's a, just a Christmas wonderland in, in your place. Yeah. I, it's probably, yeah, I guess. I mean, we got the big, like, you know, 12 foot tree center stage we got wreaths coming down (laughs) off the ceiling we um we do like the little mini we have like we have a we have a big tree that goes in the front window and people walk by um we have little mini trees that we stage all over the space judas h Um, pipe is his his church is like that toy store (laughs) in uh in in the tom hanks movie big man is fao schwartz yeah thank you Judas. <laughs> yeah. Well, welcome. To it is. It is what, what the toy. St- yeah. It's you. what. It's what the toy store looks like after Elf goes nuts overnight. You know, yeah. after uh, Buddy yeah. the Elf. So, I like, mean, I wish from, it could look that just, amazing. Yes. Hey, do you dress as Buddy the Elf <laughs> for one of the services? Do we just go that far? I just make sure I. I my commitment this year, as I was planning my uh, Advent attire, mm-hmm. is that I would wear a Christmas as sweater one does. every Sunday morning. Yeah. You know, every good pastor Christmas plans, sweater every Sunday morning plans their Advent attire. Yeah. Now, I thought we were gonna get you into a pair of tights for Halloween, 
with the Ashland football uniform. That didn't come to pass. I know it um, didn't happen. I was disappointed about that. But the elf thing would be another way of getting you into into tights. They would be green. But um, I know. mean, if we were if we were just to one of those big churches, I could probably do that. Get I know all one of those big and, attractional you know, churches, but you know, like fly in on the fly in on the sleigh down <laughs> yeah, over yeah. the over the top of the over the top of the chairs and just kind of roll in with my bag and. Hey, pull dude, out a bunch I'm of glad you mentioned that, man. Where you know? are you at on like decorative sleighs? Like, how many years away are we from, like, you know, and it'll be cocked at, like, a 45-degree angle on the stage there at your church, like a little decorative sleigh with some, like, you know, planters of poinsettia and stuff in there. Where are you at on that? I mean, there's no way there aren't some churches that do that, right? Like, right. That, yeah. that has to be happening somewhere. Like, I'm just seeing it in but my mind. But then again, that, but you bring up all the controversy of Santa with that, but I would yeah. say that there's probably there's probably a lot of churches that have, like, They've kind of they've kind of moved past that, and Santa isn't you know mm. Satan. You know they've they're they're kind of okay with it. They've yeah. acclimated to Santa. It's he's not like the cultural like like demon. That, Dude, that I know we've talked we about growing up. You and I love talking about this man, like stuff that was quote unquote satanic in the eighties, which just kind of plays yeah. as like quaint <laughs> and harmless now. Like when everything in the culture yeah, like, is like truly satanic now, yeah. like you know. Oh, that like, we, we were go, worried about people playing their playing their records playing backwards, their records backwards instead yeah. of forwards. Yes, yeah, we were right, exactly. Oh. Like all that stuff where it was I, like, oh, this couldn't be less relevant. Exactly. You know? Pipe, what do you got, Ronnie? I want you to submit an article. I want you to submit an article to the Gospel Coalition on Santa as a type of Christ, <laughs> and <laughs> and just see how it goes. Dude, just heads will explode over the full other end of the spectrum. Yeah. Where, Dude, I, I cannot believe there hasn't been that article because Santa, he, he could be a type of Christ. Oh, um, um, that's going to get me canceled just yeah, saying yeah. that right there. But I'm just saying, you know. Pipe, where where could he get that published? Like, we got to go down the kind of sliding scale of reputable Christian publications. If he made it... Okay, stay with me here, Pipe, and I want to hear you on this. If he made it a certain kind of too long by a thousand words, thinky kind of kind of kind of academic source citations i think he could get first things to like take a swing at that um but it, mm. it'd have to be the right kind of kind of tone you know what i mean um yeah and there would have to be a certain amount of like latin and german in there so sort of like yeah. derivations of of santa throughout the ages and different cultures um very historical that, that could work yeah, yeah. The the other option is completely other end of the spectrum, which is sort of a a poetic and feely reflection that would go into that's more a his couple speed. different sort of yeah. There's a couple different uh, Christian publications. They're like online magazines that are more for like memoir and poetry. And mm. so there's a shame there's I a place seen those. for it in there. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm sure some of your students read them and write for them. Yeah. Um, but uh, th- that would be the other place, except you wouldn't be able to use the phrase type of Christ as much as like uh, what would be the it'd be like a you know dim reflection of or yeah, something yeah. Like reflection that of Christ. You, you yeah, to, right. yeah, you have to symbolize the language a little bit. Yeah, no, that's good. Pipe, what about your church in uh, decorative things? Um, we are we're not as all out as uh, as substance, but then again. <laughs> who is short of fao schwartz Schwartz or gimbals um (laughs) gimbals but uh but we do i mean so we have we have a we have a we have a bigger stage just 
being the size of church we are. So we have a couple Christmas trees on like each edge of it. Mm-hmm. There are Christmas lights like around each of where the uh, the the band members stand. So kind of on the floor. So like sort yeah. of just decorating the floor. Um, and then there's there's some wreaths and stuff out in the lobby. And then the kind of the the we have just have a big blank brick wall in our lobby, which we use for displays of different kinds, you know, signage and whatever. Mm-hmm. And so right now there's there's sort of a, a holly and whatever uh, border on it with like a kind of a greenery background where people can do like Christmas family photos, yeah, and stuff like that. So it's I mean, if you have as much as out, we do, it, you walk in, you, you go. I was thinking yeah, I mean, that baby. You, you walk in, you're like, oh, it's, yeah. it's definitely Christmas. Yeah, it, it feels yeah, it feels Christmassy in there when you walk in. And it was like a turnover for first Sunday of Advent. You walk in, you're like, oh, it's definitely not last season yeah, anymore. Yeah, big splash. Now, when big it's splash, summer, when yeah, it's like July, sure. do you have like a beach theme? Is there like a little like a little <laughs> sandy knoll in there that you truck in, or like, what, are we doing that for every season? <laughs> yeah, we, we had well, we have yeah, one of those, and then, like wave pools where you can like do personal <laughs> surfing. Oh, well, wave pool, yeah. <laughs> Hey, it's not attractional. The, like it's the, just no, yeah. no, 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 no. Exactly. Yeah, Hawaiian shirts for all the pastors every Sunday of July. It's you know, <laughs> love it's it. a given. <laughs> I love it, um, boys. I got one last kind of Christmas related question regarding the Sunday morning service. This this might be a little hot taking, controversial. I like it because of the logistical like pause and change of scenery that it provides during that day and here's why Mm. christmas morning especially with kids you know you're up early and everybody rips through their presents and then you've got this long yawning expanse of day to fill where like by 7 45 all the stuff's over and then you got a big (laughs) meal coming a few hours later but it's like sometimes family's there and it's like oh how do we fill 15 hours with these people um i like the little pause of church man uh you're piling into the car you're driving in you're doing it you're killing a couple hours and then you're back um i don't know i just like that where are you guys at on that baby do you think here's my question for you so this is like depending on how old school you are yeah do you wish that regardless of whether it was sunday tuesday thursday like whatever day christmas falls on do you think churches should just like do a service Oh, interesting. Um, I, I did, I've always kind of been a fan of a certain kind of Christmas Eve service. So, like, I, not the way Reformed does it necessarily, where it's a two-hour marathon. Um, but I enjoy, I enjoy a little Christmas Eve service, dude. Uh, I'm not gonna lie. Okay. I enjoy, I enjoy lighting that little candle at the end um seeing my friends throwing the sweater on like that's a that's a nice time um so yeah the christmas morning thing i haven't really thought about it but i'm anticipating it this year knowing that we're gonna have some sounds like you would time. love it i think i like i think yeah, i do like i think i'm love in it every year yeah, yeah i think i'm in i think i would love it every year baby now that you mention it and um yeah i've, I've got no problem with that at all um, I mean, if it was like the 1800s, that just, I just, that just think sounds like, like that's what churches did every Christmas morning. I they think, so. I think probably, church. dude. Yeah, I think probably. Well, what, they, did, what were you going to say? They still do that in England. Like the the Anglican church does I mean, that. Yeah. Like Christmas Christmas services are are a thing. We were when we were talking about it at our church, kind of how to handle it. Sam Albury, being being of British persuasion, uh, was like, 
this is just normal. Like yeah. a Christmas, and we went and that, and on whatever day it falls, not just Sunday. Yeah. So it's not just every seven years. It's like if, it, if if Christmas is a Thursday, there's a there's a Thursday Christmas service, yeah. which I can tell you as a pastor's kid, I would have I would have hated with every <laughs> yeah. ounce of my being. We had Thanksgiving services. I hated those. Christmas sure. Eve services I was generally okay with because because we celebrated on Christmas and it and it did have a very sort of. The Christmas Eve service has a unique celebratory feel. It does. Um, yeah. It does. Yeah. And yeah. and we did and we did like a midnight candlelight one. So, which we I don't think they do anymore. But yeah. it was like it would end at midnight. Mm. And so, uh, you know, so when you walked out, it's like negative a thousand degrees, and you're wishing everybody a merry Christmas and driving home <laughs> to sleep for a few hours before tearing into your gifts and yeah. opening your shepherd's pouches and whatever else. So oh. it was uh, it was a grand old time. That is grand indeed, mm. Pipe. And yeah, it's been a couple of years since I've thought about the shepherd's pouch situation for you. Um, we could probably do a whole app on that, to be honest. Um, mm. Here's the deal, boys. We've gone 25 minutes. I feel like we kind of covered it with this topic, um, unless you guys have anything else to add. Uh, and I'll just provide a moment of reflection and then a moment for you to add anything else that you need to add. And if there's nothing, then I'll just close the app. Okay, baby. Does that just, sound like a nice plan? Talking about things, things to add. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Without adding anything. No, I know we're not providing any real value at this point. So baby, I have nothing to add. I don't know what more we can say about it other yeah. than do a Christmas morning service or do not do a Christmas. Oh, see you. I, here, here's what I don't like about that. All right, I liked earlier how you kind of had a take. It was a, it was a different pivot for you, and I'm like, oh, the boys, the boys got a little take here. He's got a little backbone here. I like this, but then you just ran it back, dude. All right, let me try this. Let me yeah. try this. Yeah, let me try this. It is an outrage. It is verging <laughs> there we on go. literally, like I think, just giving up your faith. There we go. If you don't do a Christmas morning service, there sure. we go. There we go. I mean, I think I think you're going to have to. I think you're going to have to have a Monday morning prayer and repentance service if you don't do a Christmas morning <laughs> service. I love it. December twenty sixth, sackcloth and ashes. I like that. Yeah, correct. Yeah. No, correct. That's so that's great if you don't want to do Sunday morning, but that's what you got to do on Monday. Morning. Sizzling hot pipe. Sizzling hot. Um, I love it. Piper, anything else to add before I close? I I stand by I stand by Ronnie's uh, accusations of apostasy and call for repentance on December 26th. So I'm I'm firmly with him on that take. And uh, yeah, Love. we sh- we should all be as the Anglicans and ruin our Christmas mornings with church, no matter what day it is. Hey, we're real quick on pipe, the Anglicans, I think, uh, yeah. Um, pipe, do the like American hipster Anglicans also do it? Like whatever day it is. Dude, yes. Uh, like, are the are the hipsters oh, in sure. my town yeah. going to be d- doing that on a Tuesday in a couple of years? Like probably, they're going yeah, Tuesday probably morning. Probably do it. Yeah, but since they're Americans, they probably like they probably show up in Santa hats and Christmas pajamas and stuff like that, as opposed to like you know tweed and wool and appropriate you know church dress. So yeah, it's they I'm probably sure they still have their robes a bit on. Being yeah, yeah, our hipsters go pretty hard, man. They're they're robed up. I'm thinking so. um you know, Christmas morning, you might see you might see a little more a little pop of red on the robe, but uh, I don't know. I'm I'm thinking they're still robed up. Ah, we're all going to be Anglican in a couple of years anyway, so we're you know, 
we're gonna know, we're baby. all gonna be doing it. So. Baby, I'm surprised you haven't da- dabbled in that, to be honest, because that's like the official uh, brand dude, of know, hipsters. You know, I know, but it just it feels over the it feels too over the top. I it's know, really I've, over the top. About it. Yeah, it is. I mean, yeah, it's it feels it feels like a uh, it feels like a strange. It, it, well, it, it feels like a strange pivot to me for like guys that are like. You know, I just, I don't know, you know, that, that we should talk about that next week. Yeah, we should. Yeah. The, so, the Anglican we'll hipster trouble about, over it. And we will talk about it. Yeah. 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 Right. yeah. Give us some time to think about it for sure. What impacts you every day? There is one book that influences almost every aspect of our lives. Museum of the Bible reveals the Bible's impact on your favorite musicians and artists. The way we measure time social justice, our national monuments, and more. The Bible's impact is all around you. Discover how at museumofthebible.org slash impact. Hi, I'm Rebecca Scott. As a servant of God, wife, and mother of four, I understand the juggle of multiple roles and stages. That's why I created the Encourager podcast to help guide us through the messy middle stage of life. Join me on The Encourager as we challenge the chaos and embrace harmony. Together, we'll create practical systems to balance your roles and fulfill priorities. And we will do it while having joy and energy for both home and work life. Tune in for inspiring stories and interviews, actionable tips, and methods to do both home and work life. Because here, we believe you can do all things, just not all at once. I feel like I had another thing on that, but uh, it was probably going to be offensive, so I'll keep it to myself. Boys, <laughs> we've <laughs> this way I can edit and not have to send the text to pipe in five minutes. Um, boys, we've done what there we always go. do on the, on the program in that we've wandered to and fro throughout some controversial hot takes that are bound to like get us scads more listeners and more money, question mark. Um, I hope that all those things happen. And until next time. We want to take a moment to thank the team at Life Audio for partnering with us on this podcast. Be sure to go to lifeaudio.com and take a look at the other podcasts in their network. They've got shows about prayer, Bible study, parenting, and more. Have you ever considered yourself a messenger? Whether it's mics like this, bookshelves around the world, stages to take, or art to make, or perhaps businesses to build, it's time we start testifying truth unashamedly, creatively, and in love. My name is Tamara Andress, the host of the Messenger Movement podcast, which is designed to catalyze Christians to speak, write, build, and testify. If you're ready to turn your message into a movement and want to run with other messengers doing the thing at scale globally, search and follow the Messenger Movement podcast on your favorite podcast platform today or lifeaudio.com.